Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Terry with Legacy Investment Informs, and I want to say thank you so much for listening and joining me today. Today is kind of special because I have a very, very, very special guest, and that guest is the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, he gave me the honor of putting his heart out here for everyone to get to know who he is in regards to legacy. So the name of the show today is called The Heart of God is Our Legacy, which is Jesus Christ. Um, Guys, listen, um, let me start with a prayer as well. Father, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that your word will be will go forth the way that you want it to be. And this show will be a testament to who, to the heart of God and to the heaven, the kingdom of the kingdom of heaven. And that we know that you are a God of peace and that you are a God of love. And today I thank you that you speak through me and that you use me to be a yielding vessel for that purpose today, Father, in regards to legacy. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, guys, so listen. The reason that this show is so important today is because uh, in light of all of the killings we have been seeing on TV and in the media and all of these different types of um, social media comments that have been going forward, I've been very moved by it. And I ask uh, in my prayer time, what is it that I can do about this? I'm very perplexed, just as many of us are. I'm, I'm very saddened by what and dismayed, disheartened, all of those things. I have a lot of the negative emotions that I've been dealing with myself. Um, and I wanted to really... I wanted to really have a platform. I'm glad the Lord gave me the opportunity to use my platform to um, speak about these things. I believe that we need to have some law and order in the way, in the sense of how what God wants us to do. So um, one of the things that I want to talk about today is how God speaks to us. God speaks to us through in many ways. He speaks to us on the TV. We may be watching a show or something, and all of a sudden you like he was been you you believe that he was speaking to you. You heard something that has been coming up in your spirit, and you're thinking that is yourself, but God confirms it through something you're watching. You might be driving down the street and look up on a billboard and see a word or something, something, and it just pops out at you. And all of a sudden, you're saying, oh, my God, I know that's God talking to me. He also will call your name out so soft and sweet. You, you're th- and then you may turn around and think that someone is there, but it's really him speaking to you. It resonates with your spirit. It's important that you understand that God speaks to He's constantly talking to us. He's constantly saying something to us, wanting to get our attention. And within, with all of these battles that are happening today um, in the world, all these killings, it's, it's a very sad situation the way the world is today and the way that the U.S. is today. And that's not godly. What's happening today, just understand everyone that that is not the spirit of God that is moving around, killing Killing having all these random shootings to 
the the um, African American um, community, nor are any other community for that matter. Uh, that that is not God. That's not His spirit. That's not His heart. That's not who He is. And so um, it's important that I see why He wanted this this um, talk today because it is very important. And the legacy of God is peace, is love, is kindness, is patience, is all is brother, is brotherly unity, is all of that. And when we are not. We are not, um, we're doing something contrary to what that model is, to what he says. That is an evil spirit that's out, um, that is enforced, that is out open in the, released in the world by the enemy. And it's important that you understand that God is the one that fights our battles for us. Don't be afraid to stand up for justice because that is our call. We are called to make to be a light in the world. And we are also called, we are the salt of the earth, which means we bring flavor. What We, we set the tone as to what we're supposed to be, um, how we're supposed to treat one another, how we're supposed to, our mandate is how we service one another. How are we going to serve one another? How are we going to get the word of God out there for others, draw others unto the Christ that died for us, the blood that was shed for us? Now, there may be someone listening to me that may say, well, that's your faith. You believe that. That's what you believe. It is what I believe, but also I know it to be true. And the word says that Every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. You will know that sooner or later. You will know that by accepting him today or accepting him sometime throughout your life if if you're given that opportunity to live that long, if you think tomorrow is promised to you. Um, but tomorrow is not promised to none of us. And that's important to understand as well. Don't put off what you can do today thinking that you have tomorrow because you might not have tomorrow. So today the, the, the call is for now, now faith is now faith is that's what God says. And so it's important that we understand that we, God wants you to know his heart. He wants you to know that this is not, this is not a call of racism. This is not an uprising of racism, people. It is not. Let's be clear. God is not about racism. So, therefore, it is not a call of racism. This is a spirit of murder that is going out and that has been released. This is a spirit of bullying. This is a spirit of vigilantism. That's what this is. This is not of God. And to think that it's okay um, to say that it's a racist, a racist um, plot. It is not. It is not a racist plot. Not at all. It is Satan you putting evil out there to, de- to deceive, to make it appear as if it's just on the African-American community, because it is not. Believe me, it is not. There's many other ethnicities being being unjustly uh, mowed down by by and being brutally killed as well. 
But you know why you don't see that? Because the media is only focusing on one type of um, people, unfortunately. And that doesn't make it right, but you have to... Be, don't be ignorant of Satan's devices. It is important that we, as a people, come together and pull together, open your eyes, let the veil be lifted off your eyes. And the only way, the, the only way for that to happen is you have to get into the Word of God, but you have to first you have to first fight it in your heart and say and trust that He is Lord. If you don't trust that then you won't believe. You won't believe that he is here and you won't you will continuously be deceived. And that's not God's purpose for any of us at all. That is not the purpose. And I'm very saddened by all of the things that I've been hearing about what's going on on Facebook. And I want to speak to my African American um community because it's important that you understand that God is not going to allow us to go backwards and in, in, in. no one can take anything from us. We've come out of slavery. We're not bound. We are, we are no longer under bondage. We are no longer under anybody's rule but the Lord. And that's only if you believe that. Don't fall for the trick of the enemy and start thinking that um, we are now um, superior to other ethnicity ethnicities that is that's not good either to think that we uh everybody wants to be like us we are the trendsetter we are the urban trendsetter we are the this no jesus christ is the trendsetter for for humanity period period all ethnicities need to get out of that thinking that their their ethnicity is superior to anyone else's. That is not godly. That is a trick of the enemy, and we all fall short, all of us. So, no, cut it out. God is saying, that is not my, of me. That is not my heart. That is not my legacy that I love for you. God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. That's what the word of God says. That's our legacy. He shed his blood. He went on that cross 2,000 years ago. And when he did that on Calvary, he took everything was nailed to the cross. Racism was nailed to the cross. Um, bullying was nailed to the cross. Division was nailed to the cross. Everything was nailed to the cross. Sickness and disease was nailed to the cross. Sickness of the mind, mental mental issues was nailed to the cross, okay? Poorness was nailed to the cross. That doesn't mean, though, that that the enemy is not going to try to, to unleash these type of spirits in the world to make you believe that that's what's really happening, that God doesn't care about us any longer. That couldn't be any further from the truth. But you know why that you are starting to fall for the being duped is because you're not spending time building a vertical relationship with the Heavenly Father, the Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. You must do that, people. I'm, this is a call to humanity, not to one particular race. This is to the race of of human, human mankind. 
That's what I'm. That's what God is saying, and it's important that you understand His heart. You must know His heart and understand the kingdom of heaven is at hand. How through us, through the ones that believe, we have a mandate. We're holding up the banner high for Him and saying, "Enough is enough." We will not tolerate any more killings. We will not tolerate any agency, any powers of being on this earth. But to think that it is proper to go around taking on the mandate of being a vigilante, being a bully, um, causing fear on people going around just taking people out. You can't snuff out anyone's life. It is not yours. You didn't give life to anyone. You don't have the power to do that. It is not yours at all. Brother, on the contrary, the Word of God says God fights our battles for us and not to be afraid to stand up for justice because because it's what you do for Christ is what will stand. That's important that you understand that. And he says, brotherly love, love your neighbor as you love yourself. That's the word of God. That's our kingdom heritage. That's our kingdom mandate. And that's what we're supposed to be doing here on earth. Our brotherly love, brotherhood is simply as this. Brotherhood means service. Service to whom? Service to one another. Service to the community. Helping hand, giving a helping hand to whomever needs it. Extending yourself, extending that olive branch. And we're supposed to have tolerance for one another. We're supposed to be adding to one another's life, not taking life. That is not God. That is not a, that is not a godly legacy. It's not a godly principle. It's not the heart of God, period. Second Chronicles 714, and you might want to get a pen and paper and write this down because you're going to be taught God's heart today through the principles of God. And it's important for you to not take it, don't take it um, for granted that this is happening. This is God speaking today. This is God speaking through Dr. Terry. And um, so the scripture is Second Chronicles seven fourteen, and it says, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. God is telling you right there that we must humble ourselves and we have to pray and we have to seek his face and we have to stop all that wickedness that that um, we can't be believing and acting out what saying we what voice are we going to listen to are you going to listen to to God's voice or are you going to listen to the enemy's voice you're only listening to two voices you can choose to listen to God's voice or you're choosing to listen to the enemy. That's as, it's as simple as that. It's black and white. It's that simple. It's that simple. I, I'm going to tell you about my brother. My, my brother, I'm not going to tell you his name, but um, let's just call him Joe, okay? Um, my brother... My family, we have been victims of police brutality through my brother being victimized of that. 
And um, I can recall many times that my brother was would call home and, and talk to my mom and share with my mom about how he was being brutalized by the police. And he lived in a community that was very, um, that was, didn't look quite, it didn't have as many people of color, I should say, okay? And so you get the gist of what I'm saying. Nonetheless, my brother, my brother would, would um, go and work out in the park and he would do his daily routine that he would would do in the park. But my brother would constantly be approached by the police because of my my brother being an African-American male. And to look at my brother, my brother had lean muscle mass. He was cut up, ripped, and all of that. Um, and his body he had a very be- he has a very beautiful physique. And um, I'm sure, and he's tall. And I'm sure that that can be a very um, threatening person to look at if that's where your mind is. Though, why would you even think that he was just out there? doing his exercise, but because of the mindset, the doctrine that's being taught in these policing agencies, they're listening, they're not based off of godly principles. So you're assuming that your your first re, your first response is that, mm, why is this person out here? Mm, he's scary. He's this, he's that, da 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 da, all of that. Each day my brother went out into the street. I'm sure every time he goes out in the street, he's he's very leery and fearful himself that he that something's gonna happen to him. Okay, so I understand police brutality on that level, but I I didn't really realize until all of this stuff happened that has happened on the news that my uh, what my brother really has been going through. So I want to say that uh, my heart goes out to my brother because now I really get what my brother was saying to my mother. And we used to think, and I apologize to you, to my brother, that um, I didn't get it at the time, okay? And yes, you can be an African-American that has never had a police brutality experience. You can be an African-American that has never had anything like that happen to you and not really have a full understanding on a full scale of that, of what that really is like. So when people tell you, when you hear a lot of people calling in on these show on different shows and things like that and saying, well, and they, and they seem to not have any compassion for it and just say, well, you know, if you just do the right thing, if you just keep your hands up and you let them see your hands and you let them do this and you do that, but, but yet, you're thinking that, well, wait a minute, why are you saying that? You don't really know. You don't, you don't, you, you sound like that you um, are not with, with, uh, that you're with the police and what they're doing, that you're justifying it. Well, let me say this. I don't believe that people um, really, not everybody, I believe people really don't, a lot of people really don't understand like I did about my brother, don't really have a full understanding of what's really going on because they have never had anything bad happen to them. 
And I really believe that. And um, I have to say that, um, so don't be upset with people when you hear things like that. Just pray for them. Pray for everybody. Pray pray them through and, and hope that they never have to experience anything negative, have that type of experience. And hope that, hope that, um, um, that, but hope that they get a, do get an understanding that they don't have to have an experience to get an understanding. That's what God is saying. We shouldn't have to have an experience to get an understanding, okay? That's really important that I say that. And in regards to the police officers, listen, people, we have to, we have to respect authority. And they are put in a position to serve and protect. That doesn't mean that every police officer is bad because they're not. They are not. Some of my best friends are police officers. And, um, I believe that they are good people because I know their heart and I know that the intent of their heart is not to, not to, um, to victimize anyone, not to bully anyone, not to be a vigilante. On the contrary, they took their oath and they take it serious in regards to serve and protect. So for those that are doing a great job, we need to see more of those come to the forefront and they need to speak up. You know, it's time to speak up. God is saying for those that are the ones that are truly understanding what their role and responsibility is to the community, to that oath that they took to serve and protect, that they are supposed to search their heart and ask God, what is it that you, how would you have me um, bring, shed some light on on this in my department? Because I know it's not right. And, you know, um, the doctrine that they're being taught, I'm told that um, the doctrine is that they have, they're told when they go into the, to these, um, to their academies and what have you, that, you know, they, um, the community is against them. We're not going to, uh, we're out to get them. It's us against them. That's not true. It's not us against them. It's all of us. It's we, 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 we're God's people. We are created by the, by God. So we're all together in this thing. Now, the doctrination has to be though. We have to ask that, we have to ask that they revisit the doctrine that's being, being, um, convey to them. What type of doctrine are you listening to? If that doctrine is not based off of the word of God, then it's false doctrine. It's doctrine that will only promote um, hatred, okay? It's not a us against them. We need the police officer. We need uh, we need protection. We need these people. We need the ones, but there are many that are not called to that position, And so when you're not called to somewhere, you're out of place. Many of them need to step down. It's time to call for resignations. It's time to, many are misplaced because they're not walking in their true purpose. Many of them are fearful, and God calls us to be courageous. God calls them to be 
to be courageous, not to dishonor the badge by going out doing these type of um, random acts of, of, of violence, because that's what it is. That's friendly. That's not even considered friendly fire. I mean, you know, we've considered the police to be our to be our um, advocate, to be with us and 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 to protect us. But guess what? This is terrorism. <laughs> this is, this is, this is terrible. This is terrible. We need Homeland Security here on this in the United States to protect us from the, the ones that are, are, t- are dishonoring the badge. The badge that the oath that they took is a badge of re- that represents protection, courage, and honor. Courage protection and honor that is what god expects you to do to uphold that oath that you took the oath that was taken that is something that is not to be taken lightly and it hurts my heart that many many police officers are being deceived by the enemy by not by by thinking that it that they're doing justice by 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 these type of acts that we have been seeing in the media, that's not right. It is not right, and it hurts my heart to the core. To the core, this is not right. The Word of God says that courage. When you are a courageous person, Joshua one seventeen says. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. Verse 9 says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord. Your God is with you wherever you go. That is for all of us, including the police officers. Say that. That is a covenant. That's a godly principle. That's a godly covenant that God promises. Okay? I'm sure it's is 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 more than a notion to have to go out and and be that protector. But God calls up an army of people, specifically police officers, and understanding that your call is to be courageous, not to act as a vigilante and a bully. No, uh uh-uh. Not to take on the mindset of, I'm just going to do what I want to do and take on take on this um take on this role and protector and I have a badge I have a license to kill uh-uh no no and quite frankly when not that it makes it right but what would make you think that people are not going to start rising up against that we have to protect ourselves it doesn't make it right and I'm not advocating um this um vengeance in any way. What I am saying, though, is that you can't allow, you can't think that this is going to continue and people are not going to start speaking out about it and even there be violence coming from the other side as well. That's because you're promoting 
violence. So whatever you're sowing is what is being reaping, what you're going to reap. That's a law. That's a principle. And that goes, that is not the the type of seed that you want to sow though. And so God is saying, I want all this to stop. That's why today is important. That's why God is the, is the special guest. He's the honored guest today. Um, First Chronicles twenty two thirteen says that then you will prosper if you are careful to observe the statutes and the rules that the Lord commanded Moses for Israel. Be strong and and and, and courageous. Fear not. Do not be dismayed. And the the other scripture pertaining to courage and courageousness is that First Chronicles twenty two, excuse me, First Chronicles twenty eight twenty, and this is King David, one of the mightiest warriors ever, ever. King David, he said. Then David said to his son Solomon. Be strong and courageous and do it. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed for the Lord God. Even my God is with you. He will not leave you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the house of the Lord is finished. Come on, guys. God is talking. He's letting us all know that. He's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. He's not going to allow this to continue at the hand of the ones that believe that it's okay to do to do random acts of violence, to act as a vigilante, to bully, to do any to take lives because all lives matter to him why he created every life there is. That's why. This is not a black matters, a black lives matters movement. This is a this is not a all lives matter movement. This is a God matters, a Christ focused movement. That's what this is. This is the heart of God. Every life matters. Everyone matters to him. Everyone, he wants everyone to be saved. You think that he doesn't care about you when he created you? That's ridiculous to even think that. That's ridiculous to even think that you can do this. You're out here walking this life and you don't have a purpose and your per- you don't have a purpose to God, that you don't have accountability to God. That's ridiculous to even think that. It's not right. It is not right. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, God is still speaking, and I will share more. Thank you. Hi, Dr. Terry here. The workplace has become ever increasingly difficult. High rates of unemployment poor interaction between employee and employer, workplace violence, and the list goes on. Today, many are seeking practical solutions to address workplace issues. 
Healing in the Workplace, a spiritual guide to coping with work issues, provides a long-awaited answer and principle to solving work conflict and problems, helping us to see why God wants us to work and how we are supposed to treat one another at work. Join me in a global move to eradicate workplace issues in discovering employee rights and discover how others have been victorious through workplace challenges. Order your book today at www.westbowpress.com. Once again, order your book today at www.westbowpress.com. Hope to see you there. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for returning with me, and I know that it, it, it may be slapping many in the face because it slapped me in the face first, so join the club and welcome to the slap in the face movement. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, um, the Lord wants to talk about why your job and career is so important and why Staying in your lane, your purpose, understanding where you really are supposed to be. And I said earlier that uh, many police officers need to, we need to call for a lot of their resignations because many know that they're out of place and that um, if you're fearful and you're not, you don't really have the admonishment from God, you know that you're, you're not supposed to be there, it's time for you to step down and ask God for forgiveness and find out where exactly you're supposed to be. But for those that are believers, police officers that are believers, and you're standing by and you're allowing this to continue and you're not speaking up about it, God will judge you as one of them. So it's time for you to take your rightful position and to be that voice of leadership, to be to to be God's voice and bring the kingdom of God in the police agencies, okay? And understand that God will be with you. God is not going to be as difficult as you think it is. Make up in your mind. Go into prayer about it. It's time for fasting, prayer. It's time to set yourself apart, consecrate yourself, and find out, hear God's voice, find out what he wants you to say and who he wants you to say it to. And ask him to help you develop a plan. Ask for God ideas, not your own. Because your ideas, you don't have any. God is the one that gives us the ideas. Ask for the God ideas, the ones that will stand the test of time. Ask him, Father, how do I, how do I help change the culture of this mentality that's going forth here? That's being breeded throughout across the nation. We're seeing this in across the nation. This is not just one place it's happening. It's happening all over. So that lets you know that evil is lurking, okay? Evil, evil is looming. Evil is on the rise in our in our policing, in our power structure. That is not right. That is not right. And it is time for us the believers to stand up and call for resignations, call for people that are in a position of authority to step down if they fear, if they 
fear and even think that they are above the law because God is our God here. He is our law. Period. So we are to call we are to do all of our jobs and careers unto the Lord. And if you don't understand that, you're lost. Period. You have a problem that you need to be that needs to be contended with. You need to come to terms with that. And today, now today, you're hearing me today. God is calling you today. Stand up and be counted. Who are you choose today who you're gonna serve? This is a call for today. The policies and procedures that are going out in these agencies, in these policing agencies, in these power um, agencies, they are not indicative to God's principles. They do not support the word of God. That's evident by what we're seeing daily. We're seeing killings daily, if, if not weekly, okay? That has to stop. And we must do, we must not be, take, take revenge. That is not our position to take. We must look at God's strategies. Father, how do you want us to, to, to address these issues peacefully? We need to have peace treaty talks with our community leaders, but not just our community leaders. We need to be accountable, be a committee of one, just like what I'm doing. I'm, God is using me, my voice. Right now, I'm doing something about it because I'm talking about it. So I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you one of those people that are afraid to say enough is enough? I, I'm i not going to stand for it any longer. The lady that um, um, that her, her, her fiancé was shot by the police officer and she it went the, her 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 Facebook went viral. Come on now. She was very strong, very strong woman. And and his mom, very strong woman. But guess what? They want justice and they're going about it the right way. So that lets me know that they're hearing God. They're hearing God, okay? Because they're not about an upheaval, uh, 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 a um, a negative uh race war or anything like that. No, this is not a race war. This is not about race. This is about humanity. This is because what this could happen to even the police officers as we saw. It does it doesn't make it right though. It no, it doesn't make it right. And no one's advocating that. But those are the seeds that have been sold. And you must understand what you reap what you sow, everything we do is a is a seed. You will reap that. And we must understand that if you're not in the right pl- in the right position, you have to get out of there because provision is where you're supposed to be in your rightful position. Okay, you're supposed to serve and protect. You must be those 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 policies and procedures must be founded on biblical principles, and they have to be reinforced through reference material such as the book that God gave me and my daughter to write, Dr. Terry Harrison and Dr. Leongere Crawford wrote a book that was God-inspired. The entitled of that book is called Healing in the Workplace, okay? A Spiritual Guide to Coping with Work Issues. These 
this book is a book that gives you practical tools, practical ways of how to address workplace issues. The police officer is dealing with the workplace issue, the culture. The police need to buy. Whoever knows police officers should buy this book for the police um, agency because it will save their life. God wrote this book to save lives. God wrote this book. God gave this this inspired book to my daughter and I to save lives, to show that there are problems in the workplace, people, okay? The workplace is a cesspool of, of iniquity. And the police agency, policing agencies are no different. It's a workplace. It's, an, it's a place where police officers go to do their job. The community is their workplace. We are their workplace when they come in our neighborhoods. We are their workplace. And guess what? There's a problem. It needs healing. Healing needs to happen. It needs to happen. That's evident by the killings that's happening, by the bullying that's happening, going around beating up people and, and saying that you're hiding behind the badge and say, and dishonoring the badge. That's not, that's not right. Healing needs to happen. Buy the book. Buy the book. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it at westbowpress.com. It's, get it online. You can get it, but purchase it. Do yourself a favor and buy it for yourself. Buy it for yourself. Heal yourself. Start with yourself. Start with your family. Have those conversations. Don't tell your kids that you're having the talk, the black talk, the whatever, the black talk. Have the Christ-focused talk. That's the talk to have. Father, engage my angels around me. Have that talk. We all have angels. We all are assigned to angels. This is not have the talk. I'm not saying that 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 talk is not important because it is. Don't get me wrong. I don't want anybody calling me. I don't want any emails about uh, me saying that you're 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 anti-black and this and that and what. And I'm anti none of that. I love people. Period. Period. My heart goes out for people. Okay. We are not, all of us are, are a mixture of, of different ethnicities, okay? Get a hold of that. I'm not, I am my brother's keeper. At least you should be as well. I am my brother's keeper. I care about the human race, period. I care about what, care, what God cares about. That's what I'm saying here. That's what God is saying. That's what God is saying. You need to purchase that book. And another thing, when prayer is taken out of the public entities, what do you think is going to happen? What you see on TV is what's going to happen. Killing. You're going to look up and anything is going to happen. You're going to see evil. It's going to be as if evil is, is the right thing. Until something happens dreadful that we have been experiencing, Now. Because what has happened, the tables have been turned on the police. Now, people want to come together. 
in a real way, in a real way, that's sad. But guess what? The fact that we're starting to have talks on a truthful level, praise God for that. Because we need we need to we need to talk truthfully and honestly. Police brutality is a form of bullying. People, it's a form of bullying in the workplace, and it's a symptom of vigilantism. Isaiah, write this down. Isaiah eleven verse two through four. It says, "And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might." the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord and his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall judge by what his eyes, he shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear, but the righteousness, he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips. He shall kill the wicked. Okay. Well, guys, God is saying that it's time for those that are in a position of leadership to understand that you can't just go out there and think that you can do this type of job without going out before talking to God, getting some direction and have asking him, what is it that you would have me to do today, Father? How do you want me to handle situations that are, that may compromise my, my um, life or something cause me to become fearful? You got to go to God and ask God to ask God how to, to protect me, Father, today. Each and every day you should be doing that before you step out. Your, 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 your courage should not be in your gun. Mm, that's a strong word. Your courage is not in your gun. Your courage, your, your gun is your Bible. That's your sword. That's a two-edged sword, okay? That's what will take down your enemy. Your angels will take down your enemy. Your angels will go before you. They will direct you. They will prosper your way. That's what God is saying. This is a call to real, real protection. The true protection comes from you going to building that relationship, going to God. Father, I thank you that I have a covenant of protection. And I thank you that you serve and protect your people today. I honor you, Father God. That's what you should be saying. Father, cause me to not have to take a life today. Cause me to love my neighbor as I love myself. Cause me to love you, Father. Cause me to honor you today. That's what your prayer should be. You should not step foot out of the out of your home thinking that your gun is going to protect you. You're, on the contrary, your gun is getting you in trouble. Your gun is getting you in trouble. You're getting yourself in trouble by the thought process that you're taking. You have to call to action to make a decision today to choose love, to choose love. Don't leave your house without saying your covenant that you have with God. God gave, he said, if you don't know how to pray, guess what? 
He gave us the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, meaning your kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day. Give me this day my daily bread. And forgive us our debts. Forgive my debts as I forgive those who trespassed against me, Father. And lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. That's real. If you don't know anything else to say, you should be saying the Lord's Prayer. You need to be confessing that over your life, over your family's life, over your brother's life, over your 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 brothers as are standing with you. You guys stand together collectively. If you have the Lord, you have a legion of angels to call upon. You don't know who you are when you're doing these things. You're showing us that you don't know who you are in Christ. Mm. Very, very real. Very real. Very real. Very real. My heart is my heart is vexed today. My heart is so vexed today, guys. I'm telling you. That false doctrine that that's being that uh, many are listening to in the policing agencies, that false doctrine is not right. That's not godly. It is not of God, and there is no justification for it. And God is saying today, come from among that. Come up out of that today. Now he's going to judge you. He has a heart for you, and he will forgive you. But many of you need to give your 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 comrades up because you know that they've been, they've, they've given, they have acted, they've dishonored that badge. But most importantly, that badge represents God. That represents serve and protect. That comes from heaven. That badge is is God's badge. Many of you know some know of hidden things. Hidden things. You've seen some things and you've been told some things, but you know that it's been bothering you. I don't know who I'm speaking to right now, but God says it's time for you to speak up. It's time for you to take your rightful position and to, because when you do, that's when change will come. Change will come. The culture will change. It's not easy to, it takes courage to stand up against someone. Let me tell you, you can fight City Hall. (laughs) You can't. You can fight City Hall. And I'm here as a testimony. I'm here as a living witness to tell you something happened to me. You can fight the government. I'm telling you. You know why? Because my faith was in God. Something happened to me that was very ugly. But guess what? God, as sure as Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, and that's what I believe, okay? every I never stepped foot without at seeking God's face. I never stopped seeking God's face on my knees. I never stopped praying. I stood tallest on my knees. We stand tallest on our knees. And the Lord vindicated me and he took care of me. Okay. So Romans sixteen seventeen says, I appeal to you brothers to watch out for those who cause divisions 
and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them. Verse 18 says, for such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites and by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. Verse 19 says, for your obedience is known to all so that I rejoice over you, but I want you to be wise as to what is good and innocent, as to what is evil. Verse 20, the good of peace will soon, I mean, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under our feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And Matthew 15, 9 says, in vain do they worship me, teaching as teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Come on now. Titus 1.9 says he must hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught so that we may be able to give instruction in sound doctrine and also to rebuke those who contradict it. Mm. Power of the tongue, guys. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. Proverbs eighteen twenty. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So you have a choice that God is saying. You can choose life or you could choose death, but guarantee whichever one you choose, you will. That's the fruit that you're going to bear. And he says, vengeance is his. Deuteronomy 32:43. Vengeance is mine and recompense for the time when their foot shall slip for the day of their calamity is at hand and their doom comes swiftly. Verse 36 says, for the Lord will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants when he sees that their power is gone and there is none remaining, bond or free. That means saved or not. He also says in regards to the spirit of fear, 2 Timothy 1.7, for God that he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. People, I want to close today with, I gave you some scripture today to show you God's heart. And I also want to tell you this, that um, Psalms 7-9 says, Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just for the righteous God test the hearts and minds. Okay? Sin, where sin abound, grace abound, is much more. Romans 5.20, now the law came to increase the trespass. All these things we're seeing today are trespass. Grace abound all the more. Okay? God will take care of us. In closing, 
Heavenly Father, thank you for the word today. Thank you for showing us your spirit. I declare and decree that your angels go before us, direct us, and prosper our way. I thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I thank you that this your truth went forward, and I thank you, Father, that it has caused those that know that they need to step down to do that, and those that need to rise up, you will rise them up. And I thank you, Father, that today that your heart was felt. I thank Thank you, Father, that persecution of this nation, that you're still in control and that you are raising the nation up that much more, Father, for victory. And I thank you, Father, that those believers, those of us, we will stand strong and we will we will reign your words forever. The truth shall go forward and the truth is setting us free, Father. And I thank you for peace among this nation. In the mighty name of Jesus, as it is written, it is so on earth and in heaven. In Jesus' name, I that is our declaration today, Father. And I thank you for using me. So, guys, I'll see you next time. And um, I'll be on the first Saturday. Again, the first Saturday of um, the first, for the first Saturday in August. Three to four in August, okay? So God bless and um, thanks for listening. Bye.